Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining in on the show today. I hope you guys are all doing well, and I hope you've had a good week. Uh, Thank you so much for celebrating episode 50 with us as we talk about (laughs) the Marvel movies. Uh, It's been a really fun time watching these movies again. As I said on the show, I haven't seen them since Infinity War. Uh, So yeah, we'll be doing uh, the Avengers this week, uh, which is what today's episode is on. And I think it's a really good time. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording it. So before we get into that, I wanted to talk about Knights of the Old Republic. One of the uh, highest regarded Star Wars games out there. Uh, it was made by made from Bioware back on the original Xbox way back in the day. I played it a little bit, but I wasn't that good at it as a kid. <laughs> I, I just wasn't good at RPGs for a while there. Probably until Oblivion in 2006 that I really start to figure things out. Um, It's a highly regarded game, as I said. And it is getting a remake after all this time. I think it's like 16 years since the second one came out. Um, It is getting a remake of sorts. It is not being made by Bioware. Uh, An outside studio is making it. And they're also blending both of the games together. And reworking the story to fit into canon, the current Star Wars canon. I just realized, uh, as I'm saying this right now, this is massive news. And the reason why I'm saying that is, one, uh, so many people have wanted this game remastered or a third one. Uh, I think a remaster is the best way to go for these fans. But it also makes me realize that The Force Unleashed can come back. Or um, Starkiller who is voiced by Sam Witwer, uh, who is the voice of Darth Maul currently. Uh, I think that would be amazing. He's one of my favorite characters right behind Luke. Um, and I felt like they were really uh, fleshing out a, a well, well-made well story with him. Um, even though the, uh, the second game had its shortcomings, I still believe he's a character that can be worked on um, as he... as he in, uh, in his games is a huge part of the Rebel Alliance and forging it. So, um, that's, uh, something I'm really excited about, actually. Uh, I just think the future of Star Wars is looking great, thanks to Mandalorian, um, the game, game, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's really restoring a lot of faith with fans out there, and, you know, myself included, right? Um, so, I'm pretty freaking excited. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, the game was announced, but there's nothing to go off of there, (laughs) obviously, um, so I will let you guys know when anything changes. Uh, next up, I wanted to talk about Halo Season 5. It starts tomorrow, or I'm sorry, today as this episode is being released. So, um, obviously I'm recording this earlier. Uh, but it will be released. And it comes with 80 pieces of gear, uh, new nameplates, uh, weapon skins, a vehicle weapon skin for the Mongoose, which is, you have to complete certain challenges to unlock it. Uh, there's 12, uh, 12 seasonal challenges this time around, and it's a full 100-tier uh, you know, do, uh, tour. Uh, so there's a lot to unlock for Halo Reach in 3. Uh, they're bringing in the Halo Online armors. Um, if you ever heard of it, it's either Halo Online, which was originally meant to be for Russian players, um, but fans uh, made the project their own after it was canceled, and it was called El Dorito. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember that. 
Uh, it's from a few years ago. <laughs> Actually, I think like four or five. Um, it's from a long time ago. I played it when it came out, uh, and it was a massive deal. It's really, really good. Basically, the game ran on Halo 3's engine, but you're able to sprint. They had these armors, weapon skins, and other weapons that were never seen in Halo 3. Uh, it was a really great fan-made project. Anyways, they're... Uh, 343 is paying homage to that and all the fans' hard work by adding the armors in from the online. And they actually canonized the armors, so um, you can look up that as well. Next up is Godzilla vs. King Kong. We got a trailer for this movie. Uh, this movie has been delayed God knows how many times and had, I think, like one or two reshoots. I don't know. But all I can tell you is I'm a massive Godzilla fan. I absolutely love the new, the new American Godzilla. I think they've done an incredible job reimagining the character. Uh, King Kong, you know, Skull Island was really cool. I'm excited to see them fight and then later do something else, but I'm not going to get into spoiler territory. Basically, the trailer looks amazing, and it's nice to finally see this movie fleshed out, and it will be coming to HBO Max in, I believe, March or April. I have to double-check the release date, uh, but you'll be able to watch it on HBO Max for 31 days before it hits theaters, so keep an eye out on that. I think it looks good. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, also, Apex Season 8 starts next week. You can play as the new character, Legend or the new Legend, Fuse. Uh, he looks super cool. I'm really excited to check him out. Uh, he also... Uh, you know, they also... Excuse me, they're also introducing a new 30-30 rifle. It's a lever-action rifle. It looks super dope. I seriously can't wait to get my hands on it. I'm a sucker for lever-action rifles in any game. Um, also, they're adding a golden magazine, which will add extra rounds to your mag, you know, for all your guns that have mag magazines. Um, they're also making changes to King's Canyon. They look like pretty, pretty crazy changes. Also, uh, Harry Potter. Harry fucking Potter is getting a TV show. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm a huge fan of the franchise. I, I absolutely love the movies. Growing up with them was really, really fun. Uh, I hope, in my opinion, because I've always wanted it, I always wanted an epilogue movie. Um, I'm kind of hoping that the show is the overall epilogue of what they do as parents, you know, and their kids, and maybe the, the adventures their kids go on. I honestly, I know that's asking for a lot to get all of the actors back, but I think it'd be really cool. Um... Yeah, so the last thing I want to talk about before we go into the show is Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, they revealed the Gates of Oblivion um, expansion pass. Um, so basically, all year long, they're going to be releasing content based off this one storyline. Uh, and we go back to Oblivion, uh, in this case, Cyrodiil and Shadowfin, and then later the Deserted Lands, which are inside the Oblivion Gates, uh, if you played uh oblivion and oh my god <laughs> uh i just i love oblivion so much it's one of my favorite games of all time uh to have an expansion like this that you can play with friends and you know meet new people and play uh i think is awesome and i'm really really looking forward to it um just i can't wait so they revealed that today uh, i believe the quest line starts in spring um, they are also adding companions to the game, just like the Elder Scrolls games. Somebody that will fight alongside you. You can level them up and customize them. Um, it's pretty crazy what you're going to be able to do. The way they made it sound, at least. Uh, um, 
They showed a little bit of it, but it just looks like an NPC following you. Um, they didn't get into the nitty-gritty details. So we will find out more about that later in the year. Um, real quick, uh, we've been doing good with the podcast, and I appreciate all of you for listening to it. But I wanted to take a moment to ask you to uh, like or follow and subscribe to the podcast, depending on what platform you're on. So subscribe on Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, follow me on SoundCloud. That's the main platform where I actually release the show. Um, and on any of those platforms, if you could rate the show, that'd mean a lot to me, guys. Um, I don't know if you understand, um, but if you don't, I'll explain. Uh, you rating the show really helps us grow a lot. Obviously, me providing you know better content as I keep going on and you know good episodes does a lot of work. Uh, but word of mouth does a lot, and in this age of technology, ratings do a lot. Uh, your followers do a lot, and I know it sounds stupid, but it'd really mean a lot to me from you guys. If you could take the few seconds that it does take to scroll down and you will see a rating system and just tap five stars, um, it helps me out so much. It allows us to pop up on the charts or if people search video game podcasts, it will allow us to pop up, you know, where some of the top dogs are really. And um, I would just appreciate it a lot. Uh, Thank you so much as always for your constant support. Uh, It means the world to me. And I love this new system we're doing where I talk about a couple things and then we get into like a, you know, a meaty part of the show. Uh, I think it's really fun. And yeah, so that's it for me, guys. Let's go ahead and talk about Avengers. Cue that intro. Yeah, dude. Fucking spin that shit, dog. Spin that shit. All right, everyone. Welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Uh, This is episode 51, and I got Eric, the casual gamer, on the show. Mike, again. And Chris, again. Thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Ryan. How are you doing? I am doing great. I took a nap before this. I took my notes. I got it all right here. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Avengers, because I really believe all four of us either are going to agree on a lot. Or we all might have our separate issues. Uh, Mike, how you doing today? Good, man. I'm doing good. How are you? All right. You know what? Still fantastic. As 30 seconds ago. I love it. Chris, yeah. uh, how's your day been, man? Hey, man. Thanks for saving the best for last. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just fucking... I'm doing... I noticed things. that. Uh, I'm Thank glad, you. man. It's happy. happy to hear. Uh, what's everyone drinking tonight? I got myself a pineapple high noon. You know? Margarita. A margarita, okay. Mike, uh, were you drinking something? Oh, that's good. Yeah, just a light beer. Make a little ball try. Trying to, you know, try to figure. Uh, trying okay. to keep my figure. Uh, Eric, keep you, the dad bod. Eric, are you drinking anything right now? Or are you? Yeah, the New Belgium Hazy Imperial IPA. Nice. How is it? No. Do you like it? Yeah, it's yeah, good. How is it? Yeah? It's good. You can't see it, but... yeah. Uh, okay, guys, so we're going to start off uh, pretty, just go straight into it with WandaVision. I want to start with that. Uh, I'll go first. Um, honestly, I thought the first episode was okay. I really, it didn't do anything for me, to be honest with you. But I thought the second episode uh, was really fun. I actually really enjoyed watching it. It was something completely different. 
And I just and Mike, I know you haven't seen it, so we won't we don't have to go into spoilers or anything, but I'll just give a general overview. Uh, I just thought the third episode all around was eerie, and it clearly um, the show is clearly building up to something crazy. I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Basically, I just can't wait to see what happens next for the show. But personally, and you know, we'll 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 break it off here in a bit. I don't really care for Wanda or Vision, <laughs> so I don't think they needed their own show. I think actually, what would have been cool is maybe their own movie. Like maybe do this as a movie with some post credit scenes showing where Doctor Strange is going to start because this movie, or I'm sorry, this show sets up Doctor Strange if you guys didn't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric, Eric, uh, what do you think of WandaVision so far? I like it. I mean, it's different, but it's, I mean, it's it's not like the, the greatest thing I've ever seen. The one downside is just because, I guess because it's Disney Plus, they're only doing one episode a week. So that kind of irritates me. I'd rather just blast through it like mm-hmm. an eight-hour movie or whatever, you know? Like Netflix. Yeah, like Netflix did. Yeah. But um, I think it's introducing characters and just trying to continue a little side story. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's not the best thing, but it's it's fine. Uh, before we move on to someone else, do you have any crazy theories or anything that you think might happen? Um, you don't have to necessarily oh. spoil episode three. I mean, you could. Well, it's well, Mike, Mike hasn't seen it yet, so we're not spoiling episode three. You, but oh, you don't care. I don't give a shit. You can't. I mean, well, if you're they're using the comics. I mean, he's a DC fan. He doesn't care. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, like if you if your theory spoils episode three, it's not a big deal. Is what I'm saying. So if you have anything, okay. well, oh, gotcha. Well, the I mean, I think they're just using. They're going straight off the comics for the most part. Where you know, Catherine Hahn is Agnes, who's Agatha something. I forgot. Yeah, Agatha, Agatha Harness. Harness. Yeah, she was like a, a witch. She was a witch. And then Mephisto's in there somewhere. I don't know who. Yeah. Um, and so he's just playing around in the background. Pretty crazy, huh? But you know, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, Chris, uh, what are your thoughts so far on Wandavision? Um, I the first episode was kind of a trip. You know, you're, you're kind of expecting something a little different, and. You know, you get what you get with it. Uh, episode two comes around. It kind of picks up a little bit. Like you said, it's kind of fun. You know, kind of, you know, brings in a little bit of a, a comical factor. And then, you know, at the end, it kind of just kind of, you know, trips you out a little bit, like gives you a twist. And then episode three comes around. And, and I agree with you. It was kind of eerie. It was kind of a trip. And um, that's when you start to realize that it's an alternate universe or somebody is manufacturing that universe because all of a sudden they're in a different house. She's progressively getting more pregnant in like a, like a really fast time frame, And then she has twins. And then all of a sudden she's speaking with, uh, uh, Griselda, Griselda. And that's uh, Geraldine. Gerald, excuse me, Geraldine, and that's when things kind of go batshit crazy, and that's when, if you didn't know before, that's when you know somebody is uh, altering that universe, and there's there's going to be two two different universes going on right there, which, like you said, is leading to Doctor Strange in the universe of uh, madness, and um, I think I think Wanda is going to have a huge role as a as a villain or an evil uh, character in that film and um, 
Vision don't even know what the hell's going on. He's the only one that doesn't know anything. Yeah, and he's because if you because if you notice, some of the other characters are kind of like, oh, you know, we know what's going on, but we don't really want to say. And uh, you, you can just tell Wanda has full control of what's going on. She's she's the one. She's the one controlling this the show this this uh, this alternate you know uh, universe or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no, uh, definitely some mild spoilers there, Mike. Uh, but um, what do you think of the show so far, Mike? I don't. I I turned the first one on. I mean, I was trying to like, okay, this should this, it's all filler. I mean, so far, but I mean, I liked. It's piquing my interest enough to where I, I'm just going to wait. I, I wish I, I was in the middle of actually watching the third one just now when I got home. So, you know, it's done enough to where I, I want to keep watching. But at the end of the day, these two characters don't look for me, uh, like you mentioned earlier. So, uh, but, I mean, from what it is different, um, I just, I don't, I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, like I just. Wow, Mike, that was great. It's a cool difference. I'm not into it. It's, yeah, I mean, it looks, I I get, I see they're doing something different, but it's just, I'm going to wait till it all comes out. I'll binge it and and go from there. If if it plays that big of a dividend going forward and how they're setting up stuff, I'll go ahead and and watch it and go back. Is it a is it a money grab though? Is it a cash grab? Hey, you know what? For for Paul Bettany, it is because he, he his ass died in, the, in the, you know a long time ago. Uh, so probably yeah, that's, that's true. Know? I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, does anyone else have anything to say about WandaVision before we move on to Josh reading Avengers? If if you don't mind, yeah, I, look, it, it, and, and I I agree with Mike on this. It it it. These are two—I don't want to say disposable—but they're they're two characters that, yeah, in the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe didn't really have a huge role. Um, but I, I I think it's going to be a good filler leading up to the next phase of the Marvel movies. Um, I just I think they need to kind of speed it up a little bit. I, I kind of think some of the little sitcom, you know, uh, uh, you know. 70s style show is a little corny but um uh, you know i i if they pick it up a little bit i think it has potential to kind of fill in the right way well, that's kind of why i like the whole last half of this episode which i think is something eric said earlier when we were on the phone it's like it, it picks up like right so she has yeah a, sorry mike you're just gonna have to hear it because he already said it um but she has a rapid pregnancy and has the two kids and then you know geraldine gets kicked out of her universe back into what we might think is our reality of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Don't know what's mm-hmm. going on, but they are they clearly picked it up with this episode and that's why I'm like really excited to see what happens next week cuz I think they're just going to keep rolling with it and maybe vision like next week we'll find out like what the hell's going on, which is still weird to me cuz like he's dead anyway, so what does it matter? You know, is he's he's just Yeah, but what head. what Yeah, but what trips me out too is the fact that he saw like even, even if he is dead, like how does he saw the stone in his head? You know, it's kind of of her imagination. She's the one setting everything up, being being controlled kind of by Mephisto and Agnes. 
and you know well here's the other thing i was just thinking about i don't remember how many episodes there are i'd have to look it up but um when you've watched all the trailers leading up to it Uh you know they really only show um, three episodes yeah and the next one yeah the next because i think they're in like the 70s and then the next one's going to be like halloween so the kids were born in this third episode the sec the fourth episode they're going to um, be teenagers or, or so they're maybe a little younger. Along really quick. Yeah. And they're going to have the Halloween episode where Vision looks like actual Vision. And so does Scarlet Witch. She's going to be dressed like Scarlet Witch from the comics. And then, you know, that, that covers most of what you've seen in the trailers. So you still have another, what, four to five episodes, four to six episodes. I don't remember how much it is, how many episodes there was, but... Um, I think they've only shown you what they want to show you. Yeah, there's nine episodes. Damn, there's still a lot that's going to happen then. And and when you look at IMDb, the fourth episode looks like it's about 80s. The fifth episode looks like it could be 90s, which is the Halloween one I was telling you about. And then six, seven, eight, nine, they have no like picture because they don't want to show you anything. So I think it's going to be a lot I mean, I think the first half is going to be a lot of this sitcom shit, and then the last half or, or five episodes is going to be really good. The only thing they revealed in one of the trailers is that Wanda looks like she's back in the real world. Um, I don't remember seeing it. Uh, and then that Geraldine is – her name is not Geraldine. Her name is – or that's Monica Rambeau. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, the show started off whatever. I'm excited to see where it goes, but you know, it's playing a bigger role as you said. Like it's a good filler because it starts the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. And this the show really sets. I, I think up. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna pick up more too, especially. And I, I know Mike's gonna probably snark at this, but because Feige's attached to it, I think it's going to it. it I think he's going to have a larger role in how it kind of plays out for the next episodes. I don't, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think it's going to, it's going to pick up pretty fast from here on out. Maybe after episode four or five. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Because usually, usually with like, usually with the spinoffs, you don't see the bigger producers and writers sticking with the side, the side projects. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's 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 going to take off and and lead to a lot of other films in the cinematic universe. Uh, you're not wrong, but at the same time, this is slightly different because from the get go, they said that these shows were what helped set up Phase Four of the MCU. So, like, no matter what, I think Feige was going to be attached to them because of that. But you're you are mm. right. Most spinoffs, people don't you know attach themselves to that. So, right, exactly. So yeah, it's uh. Interesting to see where it goes. Um, does anyone else have anything to say about WandaVision before we move on? No. Mike wants to say it's a cash grab. I don't give a fuck. Right? Okay, so we are going to move on to... Unless it's DC. He's not even a huge DC fan. We established this. Well, I'm Batman. Hour and a half long episode. See? See? Uh, so we're going to move on to Joss Whedon's Avengers... Um, uh, so I, I kind of put in that text thread that I kind of want people to talk about what their initial thoughts were of the movie, what their hopes were. Uh, do you remember your first time seeing it? 
So I'll go real quick. I remember myself and uh, Eric. Uh, we actually illegally, of course, yeah, we illegally downloaded. The, <laughs> we illegally downloaded the movie on my laptop and watched it before we went. You know, we, before we met you, met with you to see the premiere. Um, and it was like the worst quality, dude. But we still like we were so hyped for the movie, we just couldn't wait. And I thought it was really funny to watch it on that. But the movie looked like shit on my laptop. <laughs> it, it looks so bad. I wish I had video footage of what it looked like. It was horrible. Uh, then I remember going meeting up with you. I don't know. I know it was the three of us, but I don't remember if anyone else was with us. But it was really cool to watch that movie in the theaters with everyone. Uh, there's so many amazing moments that were actually like I think better because you got to see it with a full theater of people. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, and I guess I'll just say it. Uh, my initial expectations is I just couldn't wait to see all these heroes on the big screen. Uh, before this, the only thing we really had was the X Men. Uh, and I believe that's a little different because the X-Men is like, you have to have them all. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like they built up to it. Uh, but this was the first thing that like, where it was really built up to a lot of hard work went into it. And so we got to see all these characters on the big screen. And, uh, yeah, I just hope that cap had some good fight scenes, uh, rewatching the movie. Yeah. He's got some all right ones. Uh, but we'll start backwards. Uh, Mike, what were your initial thoughts you know like with the trailers you know with the movie about to come out do you remember how you felt you know before when you saw it back in the day i think it's like yeah 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 uh i don't remember where it was i i remember obviously it was it was pretty packed uh and i remember there just it was a lot riding on this movie like you know from from watching and i didn't watch the origin the first store but i knew that you know i didn't know who josh whedon was um Did you know who kevin and, was? um oh i know I, I knew who kevin Feige was yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i did i knew there was a lot of writing on this show I was like oh if, i mean they have to nail this one i mean if they don't you know this um not to say that they won't you know obviously they you know they built it in this you know gigantic success story with with, with the whole mcu but <clears throat> I just remember, like, yeah, this is gonna be pretty cool seeing all of them together. You know, it's gonna be this. I remember. I also remember thinking, like, yeah, no one's ever really done this shit before. Like, everything, everything's so, you know, it was. And I had to go see it twice because every time I go to one of these fucking movies, like, there's thirteen thousand teenagers in there screaming their ass off every time, you know, someone gets a heart on. So like, I gotta like, I can't hear any of the. I can't hear any of the writing. I can't hear any of the. I can't hear anything. So I gotta go watch it again. But um. But yeah, I, I just remember that there's a lot riding on this, and and um, and I thought it'd be pretty cool seeing them all together. Yeah, uh, Chris, what were your uh, initial thoughts before seeing the movie, and then leading into it back in the day, if you could remember? I mean, I I just remember geeking out. You know, I, I remember you know being super stoked about it, and a little nervous too because I wanted it to hold up. Um, and I say that because for me, you know, we, we talked about it last episode, Iron Man 1, just the titan that it was of a film. And then you had the first Avenger, um, which was another amazing film for me. And then, and then, like Mike said, you're talking about bringing all these characters in in one film, which had never been done before. So there was a lot riding on, on Marvel Studios and a lot of the producers and writers and even the actors to even make this work because now we're talking about not only making a comic book film but you're talking about 
numerous characters in one film. So for the time frame, it, there was a lot riding on it. And I, I just, at the same time for me personally, I just remember being super excited about it. Super excited. Yeah, that's something else. Uh, Eric, uh, what were your initial thoughts leading up to the film, you know, with trailers, marketing, uh, and obviously the hard work they did building up to it? Uh, were you scared? Or, um, you know, just how did you feel leading up to the film? Well, I was just excited to see it. Uh, I don't remember anything else except just wanting to watch it. I mean, that's why we bootlegged it and watched it. I think we watched, I don't know if we finished it, but I think we watched most of it uh, like an hour before we left to go to the theater. So. Yeah, we, we got to the part. I was super excited about it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy because it to me back in the day, I don't know if it would have been, but I, you know, before the movie came out, I was like, man, this is it. Like, if they don't, you know, if this doesn't work, then like that's it, right? Like, there's no more Marvel movies because yeah. you can't group them up together. I mean, that's it. But right. uh, we'll move on to our favorite scenes from the film. Uh, I. I put that my favorite scene is when all the heroes are fighting the army, the, the Chitauri army. It's like a montage. So you see like uh, Hulk and Thor, they're on top of one of the giant ones. And then, uh, you know, uh, Hulk, you know, spears a metal piece into the back and then uh, Thor hits it with his hammer and lightning. And then you see Cap on the bridge and then Iron Man lands with him and he uses his Unibeam on the shield and takes out everybody in the area. Uh, Hawkeye on the rooftop. Uh, Black Widow, I don't remember. <laughs> I just realized. Oh, dude, yeah, just yeah. Ryan, I think that's more just than name, one scene. Yeah, just naming everything, huh? Well, no, no, it's literally a montage. <laughs> Fuck you guys! It's a montage <laughs> that they do, and I, I just, I, I remember my reaction to seeing it in theater, but like seeing it again today was really cool. Um, you know, we'll get into it later, but there's still things about this movie that watching it uh, today, I was like, ugh. So. Uh, going backwards, uh, Eric, what was your favorite scene from the film specifically? Well, yeah. Um, well, I think it was kind of the, that scene that you basically just talked about. I mean, yeah, the, the whole movie that Ryan just talked about. Yeah, you guys, kinda. I don't know if you guys watched the film. What I'm talking about is like a 30 second montage, though. It has, like, it's not. Yeah, that was like. That was like fucking hour of the film. You could have said. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's my favorite part. It's like, just, I mean, I remember it was my favorite part when we watched it. It was like they did the 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 circle. You know, everybody's standing there in a circle and like looking. That was a cool part. That was probably my favorite part. Just so we're clear, what I'm talking about is like five minutes after that. Like it's not, you know. So okay, Ryan. okay, Ryan. We we. I got on. you. I got yeah, you. I got you. I got you. It was it was the money grab scene. <laughs> it was the money grab scene. Uh, Chris, what's your favorite scene from the movie? It's okay, by the way. It, it, it's a uh, well. I mean, come on, it's a given. They every every uh, Avenger film they did like a quick circle three sixty montage scene of all the characters in the film. They did it in every in every one of them. Um, but for me, it was uh, you know when Stark knows that there's a possibility he's going to die taking the nuke up through the portal. Um, and the reason why I say that is because in the middle of the film, him and, uh, uh, Captain America are bickering back and forth about, you know, uh, Stark not willing to make the money play when it comes down to sacrificing his life or the rest of the team. And, you know, that, that's when Stark says, Oh, well, you know, I'm a, uh, or, uh, Cap goes, you know, what are you underneath that armor? 
you know, he says, I'm a, a billionaire playboy philanthropist. Yeah. And, and then that's when Cap's like, oh, well, you know, when it comes down to it, you're not going to be able to make that ultimate sacrifice. And then at the end of the film, what does Stark do? He takes it upon himself to take that nuke up through the portal, you know, to save humanity, basically. And, and you know, basically throws it back in Cap's face. He didn't do it to spite Captain America, but he knew that he was probably going to be the only one to save humanity at that point. That's that was my favorite scene. And you, you and I actually just watched the film last night and then again a little a little bit before the show and you you can just see how uh, Robert Downey Jr. played that that look on his face, that look of you know shit, there's a possibility I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice myself for this. You know. I they, they did a very good job at um at uh you know ex- exploiting him or 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 showing that like shit this could be the end for me. You know? I, I think they nailed it. That's that's my favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a really good choice because watching watching that part again today was really badass, and I forgot how good how yeah. good it was. Mike, uh, what's your favorite scene for the movie? Um, yeah, just kind of how they first like obviously the the climax of the whole movie when they all cut, and they're all together, but when they're all kind of working together for the first time was pretty cool because like because um, they're all doing this job together for, like they haven't had any obviously it's the first time that. But like when Hawkeye's talking to Iron Man on top of the building, you know they can't bank worth a damn. You know, do this, do that. <laughs> the iPhone or like, um, yeah, or like uh, when Thor and Hulk, you know, they, they kind of had their little tiff, and then they kind of they're taking out stuff together. And then, um, you know, you mentioned the cat. Well, you mentioned a lot, Ryan, but the Cap and Iron Man scene with the with the Unibeam. But and then the, the Cap, even the Cap in a Black Widow moment where, you know, she's like, "Oh, this will be fun." Like, you know, throw me up yeah. there. I got to ride yeah. it. So like the, how kind of because you know and I, I won't say the name in the movie but there's movies where they other franchises where they bring these heroes together and like they just seamlessly work together because they you know and this one kind of they 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 had that uh, they had that they didn't have chemistry yet but they were able to make it work so that was probably my favorite part but you know I'm kind of piggybacking on yours Ryan but I don't know but there's 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 a, there's a few there's a few I liked I, first time I watched it in a long time yesterday. Yeah, same here. I think it was, this is the first time I've watched it since Infinity War, uh, since before that came out. And uh, no, I gotta agree with you, man. Like the the dialogue they had uh, before they were all able to do the group up together, three sixty shot. Yeah, you know, Hawkeye's doing the call outs, and I I thought it was really badass how they did that. Um, definitely, definitely something that didn't expect. Um, so now we're gonna move on to our least favorite scenes from the film. And something you, you might want to change it with it, or just you just don't like it. So I'll go first. I put the scene in the helicarrier where Fury and Maria Hill kill their own possessed soldiers. Like, you know, I just thought it was very strange. To I mean, they had guns, so obviously, yeah, you need to open fire back. But at the same time, like you know, Loki possessed Hawkeye, you know, Doctor Selvig, and so many uh, Shield members with the scepter. Um, you know, wouldn't you want to subdue them a different way than actually put bullets into them? Mm. Like, I don't no. know. I, I found that, like, they didn't even no. hesitate, dude. They put them down. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it had to be like done. 2020. It had to, yeah, it had to be done, dude. Just like, yeah, exactly. Done. 2020. Uh, fuck itself, as um, far as I'm concerned. It just seemed kind of weird to me. Like, they didn't even acknowledge it. Like, they're dead, dude. Like, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just wasn't really vibing with it. I, I just, I was like, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm like, damn, there was like no acknowledgement. Because you're a bitch. There was no acknowledgement of it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I don't know. I just would have changed that. You know, maybe, maybe acknowledge it or maybe just take them down a different way. Um, Eric, what's your least favorite scene? The Colson scene. It just felt a little forced, especially watching it today. I was like, okay. And then the, the leading up to that or the leading after that where Sam Jackson's got the cards and then he talks to Maria, uh, Maria Hill and he's, she's like, Oh, those were in his locker, not his jacket. And then it's just, I don't know. But I wish they kind of would have came up with a better way to force them to work together. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's like, super like why couldn't they just have Loki escape somehow and then open up a portal where there's an army of people and they're like, oh, I guess we should probably work together, guys. Well, before we move on to the other two real quick, I just wanted to add a little bit more to the helicarrier thing. Um, Loki even says it as his line, you know, when Thor jumps into the fucking glass trap, basically the 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 trap for Hulk, and he you know, he, tank. he falls for the decoy again, and Loki even says like, "How many times are you gonna fall for that?" And like that is kind of fucking stupid. Like, how many times are you gonna fall? I don't know. Uh, I fucking hate Phase One and Two Thor so much. Anyways, uh, Mike, what is your <laughs> least favorite scene <laughs> from uh, Avengers? <sighs> To, to be honest, there's, the, uh, there's not that many, but the, I didn't like I didn't like the whole nuke escalation type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I get like, you know, because Chris kind of hit up on it, you know, showing more of the human side with Tony, but I didn't like, you know, we're going to blow up Manhattan. You know, we don't even know really what we're dealing with. And oh, and then and then we're going to send that we're going to send one of these jets out and Sam Jackson is going to go out with a rocket launcher and try to <laughs> You know, accurately take down this plane that has a nuke on it. <laughs> so it, it just didn't, you know, I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't really, uh, and again, going in, like, watching it the first time all those years ago, I didn't watch the original Thor. So I didn't know anything about the Jatari. I didn't know anything about Loki. I didn't know anything really about Thor. So, like, I didn't, like, the whole alien scene, like, you know, you know, Tony perfectly shoots the shot right into the ship and they all just kind of die or, or, like, turn off or some shit. I don't know. And, um, I didn't like that. I didn't, yeah. So I guess the army and then the, the whole, they had to escalate the, the, the climax of the movie by, by, by shooting a nuke, which I thought that maybe they could have done better, but that's, that's well, it. Before we move on to Chris, you got to remember, dude, that whole nuke in space scene, that was a callback to, uh, one of the world's best movies, Independence Day. Tell where me. you take out the mothership yes. and they all fucking you die. Shut, okay? your, <laughs> shut your mouth. Bill Pullman. Yeah. Hey, hold on. The original Independence Day is dope, Chris. You can go fuck yourself if you don't like it. Well, I'm not talking about that. Uh, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about your your homage to Independence Day. <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> all right, Chris. What is your favorite, or I'm sorry, least favorite scene, or least liked scene from the movie? Sorry. Honestly, the fucking, the, uh, the dick measuring contest on the helicarrier between everybody in the lab. That scene is so pointless, dude. Like there was no fucking need for that scene. And, and, you know, and then when, um, you know, banner grabs the scepter 
Yeah. What, what was the point of that? There was no point to that scene. Whatever. They could have taken that 20 minutes and done something else with it. Well, and then, yeah, um, we, you know, we already kind of got the dick measuring contest between the big three when they captured Loki. We didn't need, you know, we didn't need any more of a dick measuring contest after that. Yeah. And I understand that the, you know, the, the scene in the lab was more than just the big three, but this was unnecessary. We didn't need it. Didn't pay homage to anything. Didn't, didn't set anything up. Didn't fucking help Loki. You know, it, it just was unnecessary. They could have used that for something else. Yeah, no, I agree. And All right. Uh, the question I had for you guys, because I was talking to Eric about it. I fucking really, really did not like rewatching this movie until uh, after the Helicarrier. After the Hel- yeah. Helicarrier, the movie really yeah. picks up and it's fucking flawless, in my opinion. Like I love. Isn't that it. crazy? I, yeah, I totally agree with you. I had such totally a hard agree. time getting through it. I was telling Eric like it was cheesy. The lines were corny. I fucking I. Ugh, I was like, how did I, how was I so hyped for this back in the day? Obviously, we know why. We just talked about it. But once they are, you know, grouping together to go to New York, I was <clears> like, <throat> all right, thank God, because <laughs> the movie before it kind of sucks. And I also. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna get into it. So, do you guys? Does anyone agree with that? Does anyone have any different opinions on that? I know Chris just. I, I agrees. yeah, dude. I totally, I totally agree with you. I, I, and you know what's funny is I didn't even realize that's all right now till till you said that. But yeah, dude, it, it is such a hard watch that that whole middle hour or forty five minutes, whatever it is, when you know once they make it to the helicarrier with Loki, and then you know once everything goes south on the helicarrier, and then they finally assemble. It's just like, oh, it's a hard, hard 45 minutes or whatever it is to get through for yeah, sure. I recommend to anyone listening to this, if you already know, if you already watched the movie originally or you know everything that happens, just skip literally to the fight part <laughs> where they save New York. Because I really don't think the first part of this movie holds up at all. Like, I don't. I It was really tough. And I'll, fin- I'll, I'll move on to that later. Uh, Eric. Do you uh, do you feel the same way, or do you think the movie still holds on its own? Uh, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a little cheesy. There's a lot of cheesy parts, though. I didn't really realize till I started watching it again. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's like hard to get through, but it's not the best. I mean, it's not the greatest thing to watch to to get to the the better parts at the end. I'll admit, hard to get through is a little over dramatic, but it was just tough, you know, for some of it. Um, yeah, my, I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time either. So, yeah, no, it's like I said, it's been a while for me as well. Um, Mike, where do you agree with any of that, or did you actually just enjoy it all the way through? I I like the banter, you know. I I, I didn't mind the, the, the helicarrier. It, it's not to 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 try to give every character its its due. Like it, it I knew we'd kind of have that moment where it was kind of felt crammed and kind of cheesy in, in, in any kind of way. But like, I, I didn't mind. I like the banter. I you know, Chris, I know Chris, you know, he's in the dick measuring, you know? So well, no, I, I mean, like, I, I mean from like start. <laughs> so like the start of the movie all the way to when the third time mm-hmm. fighting on the helicarrier. I mean, I mean, even, uh, you know, standard, you know, uh, uh, anybody, even soldiers. I mean, just the entire dialogue of the movie, I just didn't think was good. 
It did. It, it felt like, cause, you know, now kind of doing more research. And I know Josh Whedon had more of a, of, of a TV show background coming from, you know, so it, in the beginning, it did it did feel like a like a CW show or it, it did feel kind of, you know, more. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I but um, but yeah, I mean, you know, not not, not, not nothing else really jumps out as far as I, I, I don't think it was going to watch. I just. I thought it flowed pretty well for for the first of its kind type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so now we'll move on to our favorite uh, characters in the movie. Um, it's probably no surprise here. It might not be for any of us. I wouldn't be surprised if we all have the same. Uh, I just put Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. I, I in terms of their dialogue and what they've already built up with the first movies, their origin movies. Um, I felt I felt like these three really hold it on their own. Of being the big three for the entire MCU up until Endgame, you know, now that we're looking back on it. And I feel like uh, Avengers was a really good starting point, you know, with uh, Tony getting rid of the nuke, Cap still being a, instantly a leader to these complete strangers. Like, they, they have such respect for him. And then Thor being a freaking god. Um, but he's just, like, laughing at him. Like, I think one of my favorite parts in the whole banter dick measuring thing is when uh, <laughs> Thor's laughing. He's like, you, you humans are tiny and... Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> he said he's like puny, and petty. Or, uh, puny, or petty and tiny. Petty, yeah. said. And petty, I don't know if you guys and tiny. thought about it. You know, maybe you will right now when I say it. But I feel like that even that his line and that scene right there was even perfect too, because the way they they angled the camera on him, he looked like a god saying that. Like it's very right. trippy to me. Fucking biceps and triceps, yeah. all fucking. Um, he just got done with a fucking lifting session, right? All erect and shit. Okay. Uh, so you yeah, turn me on. I put them as my favorite characters, uh, but I just wanted to do like a shut your mouth, Mike. Like a like a mention. Um, I think the Mark Ruffalo as uh, um, wow, I am drawing a blank. Uh, I almost said Edward the Hulk. I know, but I meant Bruce Banner. Thank you. Um, I actually felt the part in India where he got recruited was like ripped straight from the pages of Edward Norton's Hulk. Like it was dope. If uh-huh. I, it just felt like they had to. No, I know, but no. Yeah. What I'm saying is like it felt like it could have been like a, a post credit scene from that movie back in the day. And then Bruce mm-hmm. Banner gets on the helicarrier, and then it's like, oh, it's Mark Ruffalo still playing this character, and I didn't like it. So I just want to throw it out there that that India scene was super dope. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Chris, who are your favorite characters in the film? You know what, dude? Honestly, honestly, like after you know hearing hearing your piece on it and kind of looking back on it, I I gotta say, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, Banner, I I I totally agree with you. The India scene was a was a cool little setup. Um, I, you know, I I love Cap too. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know what, dude? This whole cinematic universe. I always had a soft spot for Robert Downey Jr. and him playing Tony Stark, and he he killed in this film. And and, and the other reason why I like Tony Stark, and and I'm going to say Tony Stark and Iron Man in this film is also because when when he's in, when he shows back up to his building and is is talking to Loki, there's you can tell there's a part of him that's like, fuck, dude, I want to get the job done, but this fool makes me extremely nervous when he's serving himself a drink and puts the bracelets on for the, for the next suit. Um, there's, there's a very 
different side of Tony Stark in this film at that point where he's like, fuck, dude, like, I'm probably going to get thrown off the side of my own building. <laughs> like, he knows, he knows, like, something's coming, you know? And he just is, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do, you know, for the team, for the greater good type deal. And then, uh, you know, Banner, um, you know, trying to, you know, kind of control himself while he's on the helicarrier because he, he more or less knew what Loki was trying to do. And then uh, towards the end of the film, when he tells Cap, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. And then he turns around, they CGI him into the Hulk. That was legit. Sorry if anybody feels differently, but that was like one of the best CGI legit quote films of the whole cinematic universe. That, that was a good one. And and they, you know what? Same same thing with Don Cheadle. They couldn't have chose a better replacement for Edward Norton than Mark Ruffalo. Right. I mean, and solid, solid Bruce Banner. And then, you know, the way they CGI'd him into the Hulk. Legit. Yeah, that scene, or the scene where Hulk goes into the tower and beats the shit out of Loki, those two mm-hmm. scenes easily yeah. could have been runner-up for, or like easily runner-ups for the best scene. Yeah. Uh, Mike, who are your favorite characters? Um, well, Ruffalo, you know, kind of, again, going off you guys, because the transition from Norton to Ruffalo was, was mm-hmm. seamless. Like, I... It just kind of, especially you know, again, you hit it on the head with the India scene. Like, it, it makes it more and more like the Incredible Hulk just seems more and more like, like it shouldn't even like, it shouldn't even be brought to our attention. But, I mean, I we barely talked about it before, but um, I love I love Ruffalo. I love I love Chris Evans. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously I, I think when it comes down, I think Hulk stole all the. When he, when he was a Hulk, Hulk, he he stole all the scene as far as action goes. Um, you know, uh, other than that, you know, yeah, I mean, Ruffalo, probably my favorite. Yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong, and I will agree with you. I think I think that's why it's awesome. The Hulk never got his own movie because they did him so much justice in the Avengers films, and then obviously Thor Ragnarok. Because you're right, the action scenes of the Hulk were dope, and I do not yeah. really care for that character. I don't know why, I just don't. Um, Eric, well, who are your favorite characters? Uh, I mean, the same stuff as you guys. I was trying to think as you guys were talking if there was anybody else that I actually cared mm-hmm. about, but not really. I, I mean, I care about Hawkeye, I just think they did him wrong in this. Well, movie. they did, didn't do that right. I, I was telling, wait, 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 why, why didn't they do what, what was wrong with Hawkeye? Yeah, I just think they wasted him. Like they just made him a puppet the entire movie instead of like fleshing him out, which they even acknowledge that. That's why he's so fleshed out in Age of Ultron because they did even Jeremy Renner didn't like what they did with him in the Avengers one. Mm-hmm. But looking back at it, you know, when he gets knocked out and he wakes up, I mean I think the rest of the movie he kills it. Like I love him on the rooftop. It's he it's what he is. He's a hawkeye. He's literally calling out, you know, just like a sniper would for the military. Hey, this is what's going on here. Like you said, he, they can't bank for shit. Like they still made up for it. I'm just saying, like I think they could have done a little bit better, or maybe give him more of an actual suit than just the colors on his chest. Uh, I'm just, I'm just nitpicking at that point, though. Uh, continue going, Eric. Sorry. No, that was it. I mean, yeah, I wish they would have done better with the suits, especially for Hawkeye and yeah, watching Thor, Captain dude. America's. Suit, dude, it's such a bad fucking suit. It is not yeah. good. Guys, just sewing the outfits, you guys. Jesus. 
That's the, well, the it's, just, it's, just, it's just kind of yeah. cheesy. That's the well, biggest they, part of it. I mean, then you go in there. Hey, 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 hey. They could have used some more old-fashioned. done on purpose. They could have used some more old-fashioned. That's exactly what... Uh, exactly. What, uh, what's the, oh, they, what, uh, Agent suit. Coulson. He even Captain mentioned America it. Hey, is it Stars and, yeah. Stars and Stripes a little outdated? No, 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 no. We can use a little more old-fashioned. Love that part. Cap's Cap suit was 100% done on purpose. But Thor's, Thor's suit, whack as fuck. Hawkeye suit, whack as fuck. Um... I mean, I feel like they could even have done a little bit more with fucking Black Widow suit. Give her, give her some more weapons. Maybe fucking make that leather a little bit more aggressive. I don't know, dude. Like, but at at at, at the at the same time, we all know that this is the first Avenger movie that they that they were doing this on purpose. That they were building up to, you know, what what we get in in Age of Ultron, what we get in in uh, Endgame, what we get in. Uh, uh, excuse me, Infinity War than Endgame. Yeah, I think I think you're right though. At the very least, I think someone's costume they could have got right. Yeah, you guys both just made a great excuse, which I even think they even added in the movie as an excuse for Captain America's shit costume. Um, mm-hmm. Thor, I really do it's America's not, ass. It's America's ass. I really don't yeah. fucking like what they did with Thor at all. In terms of yeah, dude, the blue on his on his tights the, on on the leg on the leg part of the tights, the blue. What the hell is that all he about? Put the cape on and the the arm the gauntlets on. I, well, I, somebody it was either you or Ryan or Mike that brought that brought it uh, in in the show last week about how Thor you know didn't really ever wear the helmet. Oh, you know, me. I I think I think they did that because Chris uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth didn't didn't want to wear the helmet didn't want to wear a, a prop or a helmet for his films and it's like dick you're thor they're paying you to be thor like wear the fucking helmet dude and he, it's not till ragnarok till he really kind of wears a fucking helmet and it's like that's why people that's part of the reason why people love ragnarok so much partially because that's where you're kind of like all right now i feel like this is actually thor yeah you know chris hemsworth though like this is kind of like a breakout role for him i mean he's was popular but this like really blew him up and put him on the map um yeah but he, I, I feel like he was gonna kill it either way uh well no i'm just i'm just i'm telling i'm just gonna go into if you didn't know the actor mm-hmm. didn't like playing thor that's why thor ragnarok is so good because him and taika watiti like really just nailed it like hit it off yeah he made thor the way he wanted or chris hemsworth really had a lot of input gotcha. in that film because he thought oh, okay. he thought Thor took himself too serious, and which he kind of does. Like he just doesn't fit into the cinematic universe. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want an awesome auction on eBay. Sweet. Um, yeah, I just you know I think uh, is it a dildo, dude? Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's all right. It's only on the weekends. Right? Yeah, it's only on the you know you don't kiss and tell. You know what I'm saying? Um, stupid. Uh, yeah, I just don't like his costume. I thought they did a pretty mediocre job with it, especially Thor. Why? What? We're not nitpicking. You guys are nitpicking. Look how badass he's been in comics for like fucking 40 years and you can't get it right in one film. Yeah, what was wrong with Thor's cop? Wait, wait. He looks he, so he, fucking basic. You're not even bro. a fucking Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a We're talking about outfits. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Marvel podcast. He's not a Marvel fan. Right? <laughs> okay, so we're, we're moving on. Yes, we're nitpicking, Mike. Uh, least, least favorite characters? I actually put Loki in this movie because I really didn't think he was good in this film at all compared to like the first Thor, which is our first introduction to him. Uh, and then I also put the S.H.I.E.L.D. Council. I thought they were annoying as shit. And I, that also goes with what Mike said earlier. The whole nuke thing, like, who the fuck are you people? And like, what it had, like, they just showed up and like, nuke it. Like, oh, what? <laughs> um, I really didn't care for Loki in this film. Obviously, he's a way better character after this. No question about That's it. Surprising. That's and surprising. And then uh, the Shield Council was annoying as shit. Uh, Eric, who are your least favorite characters in this film? Hawkeye, Phil Coulson. <laughs> So quick, to be like, yes. all right, all right. Do you want to elaborate on that instead of saying I'll a couple just, words? Like, gonna fucking... Jesus Christ, dude! I, I just didn't. Like <laughs> okay, well, what do you know? They like just them? they they wasted Hawkeye. Okay, well, what do you want? I agree to do? with you on that. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Could have done something. I mean, they just could have done better. That's all, and that's all, folks. Like Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Chris, uh, relax, on. Ryan. Just let me finish, dude. Yeah? <laughs> well, you have nothing to Lowell, say. let us know when you're done. Fuck, I thought you were done now, too. <laughs> well, fuck, let me just keep going. Give go. all my thoughts. Like, go. Fuck Chris, well, bro. fucking go. Yeah, you're just. Well, shut there. up. I just didn't like it. He wasn't that good. Bill Colson was <laughs> expendable. <laughs> dude, all right, I'm going to continue. Pause. 10. 15 seconds. I just well, didn't like it. I wish, I, I wish I could see his face though. Like just didn't like gather his thoughts, you know. It's just not good, man. They're my least favorite characters. Oh, and Dr. Selvig. Because he was just annoying. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, you for sure. No, nah, I don't like that character. And you know, Thor's costume's fine. Except if, if he just had the helmet, it'd be better. Oh yeah, for sure. That's true. That's it. And maybe cut his hair. Because I felt like his hair was always in his face. Oh, okay. yeah, it was, it was a little weird, huh? A little, little weird. I just seem to feel like I noticed it a lot. So yeah. yes, <laughs> like yes. that it like it not in his face, but like right here, like Around on the side. His face. Like, yeah, like Jesus too close, like bangs. Yeah, like too close to his face. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, it, the movie's fine, but. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's not as easy to watch now as it was. I think we just got spoiled with Infinity War and Endgame, so so to go backwards is not the easiest. But uh, yeah, Phil Coulson. I mean, he just seemed. But I I, haven't, I didn't really like the character. I didn't like Shield. I didn't you know? The, I agree with Ryan. The, the stupid council. Like okay, and then I was thinking, I was like, are they in anything else after this? And I don't think so. Yeah, they were in Winter Soldier or a Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, a little bit, yeah. Okay, and they were better in Winter Soldier. And it wasn't better. Okay, everything was better. For the most Winter part, Soldier. it was all the same characters, though. Yeah, or um, actors, excuse me. <clears throat> what, Eric just said something. I don't know. I just got sidetracked. Uh, Mike, yeah. what is your? Oh, oh, oh. Come on, host. You're supposed to keep this organized. Well, apparently our fucking guest here, Eric, doesn't know what to say. and He's like the biggest Marvel <laughs> fan here. Uh, Mike, who are your least favorite characters what? in the f- film? Well, I, again, it's it's the same. Like I, But again, like going into it, the supporting cast is going to suffer because you got so many 
so many lead characters of all these different franchises. Like I didn't like so like I didn't again coming into it like I didn't know who I didn't I didn't know who Loki was, but I I but I, I thought he as far as like the antagonist pretty well from a villain standpoint. But I didn't like so I didn't like Maria Hill. I I didn't like any of the supporting cast. It was more just about the main event. The main event was seeing all the guys together. So the supporting guys was gonna suffer. But if I were to go more towards like the inner circle of characters that I didn't like, uh, I don't know, man. I I guess Hawkeye would be the default answer. But again, I didn't know a lot about Hawkeye going in. I didn't think he was that bad. I mean, I'm not gonna critique his fucking outfit like you guys are, like a bunch of you know, <laughs> who didn't have enough trim, yeah, enough tassels. Yeah. It wasn't purple enough. Okay, well, where'd you get your outfit from? Fucking Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, you kind of look like Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, how dare you? How dare you? Okay. So, but no, I I didn't like any. uh, The supporting cast was, you know, expendable. So, but I I guess, I don't know. um, It's the same as you guys. I didn't like any of the Shield, as far as the Shield crew goes, but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, who are your least favorite? Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, I agree with you guys as far as Agent Coulson. I mean, he was so far up Captain America's ass, it was like fucking awkward. Like, you know, just, hey, dude, pull your fucking dick out of Cap's ass, dude. Like, just, you know, like, we already know everybody Ooh. wants, you know, Captain America, <laughs> you know. But, what are you shitting uh, out Coulson for? I. <laughs> Nick Fury kind of irritated me a little bit. I thought, you know, he had some corny lines. I I think, you know, for the character he's supposed to be, they could have done a little bit better with with Sam Jackson's version of uh, Nick Fury on that. Um, I I think that, you know, they should have made him, like, kind of check and kind of shorten how much he talked to the council. I agree with you guys on that. I like the fact that the council was all the same. I like that they were in the film. I think it was necessary. And uh, to kind of to go against what you guys have said about the whole nuclear missile thing, you guys fail to realize that. <laughs> if, if obviously not Aven- Avenger fucking fantasy BS, but if, if there was like a world event to go down, they're going to want to they're going to want to nuke a fucking island for the greater good. That that's that is something that is going to happen. That that's that's a reality that they that they put into this movie, um, and I think they did a good job of it because that is that is what we would do. That is that is the quickest that is the quickest way to stop a threat, isolate it and destroy it for the greater good, guarantee it. Okay, but and, we're watching a Marvel movie, so I don't need to. Well, yeah, but you ha- you fail to realize that what m- the Marvel Cinematic Universe was trying to do was create that comic book fantasy into a reality. That's that's why this shit lasted so many years. That's why they lasted 10, 11 years. Yeah, is just... because they brought the fantasy comic book aspect into like a reality, and that's yeah. I hate to say it, but that's something that. Humanity would do no, for the not, greater good. I never said the nuke couldn't happen, but the fact that like no, one I'm talking alien to Eric. Fly, I know, but I'm saying like the fact that one alien flies through and 30 seconds later, like fucking nuke him. Like what? Fight that shit first. 
and then at least give it like I don't know an hour, and then I get yeah, I guess you'll know right away. Yeah, but but how long how long was the council like antagonizing Nick Fury to do something a lot sooner through the whole film? So finally, they're like, but we're that, gonna override you, and we're just gonna fucking send a jet in with a nuclear missile on it. Yeah. That <laughs> that's. I don't know. Robot. Wasn't the council? Isn't the council Hydra? Wasn't didn't so they don't give a shit. Yeah, they get they didn't carry it right. away. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. technically, Mike, we don't know that. I mean, come on, Mike. All oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So thanks, Mike, for the spoiler alert. Uh, we're wrapping it up with the movie. <laughs> so now we're gonna give our ratings of the movie. So it's one out of ten. Um, even with my gripes, I still give the movie an eight out of ten. I still think the movie's really good, even though it was hard for me to rewatch it. I am basing a lot of this conversation off my initial, you know, viewing of it in the theater, and I fucking love the movie in the theater. It was really cool to watch this movie with so many fans that are you're literally sitting around people who've been waiting for this for God knows how long, different age groups all over the place. I know Mike, he had a lot of an issue with the noise, uh, but for this particular movie, I actually really enjoyed it. Like people going crazy when they all did that three sixty group up. You know that you know it's you know it's cheesy, but it's still cool, man. Uh, it's just something I, you know, coming from video games and the animated shows, it was so cool to see this with like real fucking actors and shit. Obviously, it's a little you know CG, but um, yeah, I think the movie deserves it. It's an eight out of ten. Uh, Eric, how do you uh, rate the film? Eh, we'll give it a seven. Yeah, about a seven. And uh, what, what makes it a seven out of ten for you? Well, yeah, just, can you please elaborate? just the story is fine, I guess. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Because when we saw it, I was like, I think I'm pretty sure we saw it like at least two to three times that weekend. Oh, we did. I'm sure. Watching it now, I wasn't as excited. Because when I watched Infinity War and Endgame again last week, those are just so much better. I think that's just what we're dealing with. Uh, it's campy. I didn't like this cap suit. It just looked like a. It looked like a cheap suit. There's a, just some things I would have tried to change, make it better. I'll give it a seven. Thanks, uh, Mike. What do you? Uh, what do you give? The I had it one out of ten. I had it written down right here. I, I had it in an eight, just like, like you. So it, yeah. I, I don't know what Eric expected from the movie when he first saw it. I, I it, it played out exactly the way I thought it would, but it was just really cool seeing them all together on the screen for the first time. The story was I there was gonna be a huge fight scene at the end. I, I don't know I don't know what else Eric would would have wanted as far as it, you gotta like this is the first time they're getting all these guys together and trying to give them their due like it's just it wasn't it wasn't an easy feat. Um, as you know, I, I you know Eric touched up on Infinity War and Endgame, um, as far as like concluding the whole Avengers you know story. But I give it an eight. I I thought it still held up. I you know I'm, you know looking back at it now, it wasn't it wasn't uh, you know it was it was fine. It was, I thought it was a pretty solid movie for for Whedon's crack at it. You know, again, a lot was riding on that shit. They had to, they had to nail it. You know, I thought they did. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job. Uh, Chris, uh, what is your rating of the movie? One out of ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna go an eight five, um, and I say that because I'm 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 kind of piggybacking on what Mike said. They, 
had a lot riding on the fi- on the films. They had they were you know uh, doing a, a new idea. They were taking a lot of um, a uh, supporting cast as well as your main characters that had to had to collide, had to work together in the same film, had to have a good dialogue, had to have a good story. And by the and you know Eric Eric brings up a good point as well. But at the same time, by the time Infinity War and Endgame came around, they already had it figured out. So, of course, those two movies were going to be amazing. And then on top of that, you already knew those two movies were going to conclude the Avengers in the cinematic universe. And you know that they had to hide, those those had to be solved. Yeah. But for the Avengers being the first film that it was, yeah, I, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Uh, a lot of people were hyped at the time to see these large characters on the screen all together in a big role no nobody had done it before um and and before we had a chance to do something like this we didn't have a chance to do something like this there was no analyzing it watching it four or five times you saw it you saw it in the theaters you saw these characters for the first time up on the screen and you were like holy shit this is amazing this is something new it's it's, it's adventurous it's um you know cartoon characters on the big screen. So yeah. It it changed it changed the game. It, it, it changed. It didn't have to they just had to make it watchable. They had to make it look really, really cool and they had to make it uh service all all these major characters. So I it changed the game from a um you know from a cinematic standpoint and you know I I I liked it. Eric, Eric's a piece of shit. You know, one of my well I actually, there is a news update that came out about some movies in the release dates about an hour before we started recording this. And so I actually have something else for us to talk about real quick before you all go. It'll be quick. It should not take that long. Uh, does anyone else have anything else to say about Avengers before we move on to this next part? <laughs> I was going to say, I forgot to say it earlier, but the best part about rewatching it right now uh-huh. or today was just seeing like, all the stuff that they took from from the, the the four movies before it that they put in Avengers, and then you get to see everything kind of line up. And I was like sitting there thinking, like, oh, they're fighting, and then that, there's the the Mind Stone, and there's the Tesseract with the uh, the other stone, and then you know supposedly uh, the Doctor Strange woman that I'm for I'm losing her name now. She's over there fighting. So just kind of, and then the Chitari watching the shit blow up and then you you think about spider-man and um, michael keaton's vulture character and how his job after that you know so it was kind of cool to, to think about that stuff how how so inner fucking connected it is that's probably the best part about rewatching that yeah it's crazy stuff man uh, it's really fun to think about how well they did all that uh chris mike do you have anything else to say about avengers before we move on okay cool no well, no uh so I think this is terrible news, so I wanted to bring it up to you guys. Uh, no Time to Die will be released on October 7th. It got delayed again. Ghostbusters Afterlife mm. got pushed back five months and will now release November 11th. The Uncharted video game movie, uh, it's you know, it's Nathan Drake. It's played by Tom Holland. Uh, it's not coming out until next year. And then also Black Widow might get delayed again. So the reason why I'm bringing this up to you guys because the four of us love going to the fucking theaters. Most of us, you know, together... Things have changed. You know, the world's a different place. Um, I personally think these delays are very, very bad because I don't know about you, but now I don't even give a fuck when these movies come out. 
And so starting with Eric, what do you what do you think about all this, man? I understand that it's tough because they still want it to be released in theaters. They don't want that that culture to die. There's more money to be made there. But at the same time, like, you know, things come out every day. Like, look at the video game Fortnite. They are always releasing crossovers. So news, you know, it dies. Like, you know, people move on very quick, especially in the age of technology. And uh, what, do you, what do you think about all these delays? Like, does it bother you or are you still okay waiting? Well, I'm going to lose interest for sure. I mean, especially Black Widow. Like, if that doesn't come out anytime soon. I mean, the only good, it's a good thing they have WandaVision, you know, this month and next month. And then I think like two weeks in March. And then, you know, they'll have Captain or um, Winter Soldier and um, Falcon after right after that. So at least we'll have some kind of a Marvel thing. But, you know, I don't really I'm going to lose interest for sure. Well, they could put it in perspective for all three of you. Black Widow is supposed to come out last March or May or something like that. We might not. Yeah, it's already almost been a year. It's already almost been a year, but now it's going to almost be a year and a half. Like, and she's already she's a dead character, anyways. They're just making this film because her sister fucking joins the Avengers through the Hawkeye TV show. So that's the only reason why this movie really matters, besides Taskmaster. You know, like I just like even James Bond. Like, hey, I love Daniel Craig and everything, but like I'm not going to care when this movie comes out. Like, I hope it comes out to you know. Uh, streaming service I, I just think it's crazy man i just think it's a terrible move i think if they don't go the disney route you know disney charged 20 bucks for their shitty mulan remake um i think it's shitty but seriously 20 bucks for that's kind of crazy if you're already paying for your service why not do 10 bucks make it more affordable because everyone's gonna you know word of mouth is gonna get you those sales hey it's only 10 bucks to watch a movie that you would have went had to go to the theater and pay 15 bucks for a ticket you can watch it at home for 10 bucks. Like, that's crazy. And I just think... Well, they're going to... Yeah, but 20 bucks. I mean, they're going to buy it. People are going to watch it. So, you know, they're going to make their money. They're not going to make as much money if they put it in the theater, but they're going to make money on it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. That's the reason. That's the reason why. Yeah, because it should have happened by now, especially with the Black Widow character. Like, there's there's reasons why they're not doing it with Disney Plus and going the Mulan route, so you know, yeah, it's it sucks. I, you know, I we should all just get vaccinated right before you get into the theater. I, I miss the theater, man. You know, well, that's I, why I, I talk going about it because going to the theaters was fun. Yeah. You know, go get dinner before, maybe a couple of drinks. Yeah, you know, and go, go watch the movie. Um, I just I still just think it's stupid though, as like a whole marketing thing. Like, why would you like? The, I don't know. I just think it's a terrible idea. Uh, Chris, how do you feel about all this? It just it makes me sick, dude. Uh, just to be very, very frank with you, I'm I'm so tired of this whole COVID BS. And, and um, you know, I totally agree with you guys not having our movie theaters. And I, you don't you don't get to do date nights. You don't get to be, you know, hanging out with your friends and your buddies who, you know, who enjoy film film with you. And, uh, you know, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I was so fucking stoked for this next James Bond film, uh, aside all these other films. And uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig was done before this film was done. He's, he ain't coming back. He ain't going to play James Bond anymore, especially, you know, it's, it's about to be, um, you know, I want to say it'll probably be a year once November comes around, but. I, I think I think the no, the James Bond film was supposed to come out in November of 2020, and 
you know, you know, here we are, it's probably going to be another year. And, and this black widow thing, like just, no one's going to fucking care. Like she's dead. I understand what you guys are saying about her sister, you know, you know, coming into play for the next Avenger movie or, you know, somewhere in the, the uh, cinematic universe, as well as the taskmaster that, excuse me, the task master, but it, it, it's, it's just, it's just getting old. It's getting old. Like this, you know, I, I agree with Mike, do some kind of thing where you limit how many people are in the, in the theater at one time or, you know, allow people to get vaccinated. It's, it's just getting irritating. It's, it, it really is. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm having a hard time with all this and, and, uh, you know, the, the Black Widow film is, is, is been way overdue uh, amongst other films. And it's, and to get back to what you were saying about the cost of releasing it on a streaming service, release it on a streaming service. You could go $30 and people are still going to pay for it. You're, you're, you're probably, maybe you won't make what you make in the theater, but you're going to make money. And, and everyone's hurting. Like, it's getting to a point where Disney's going to be start hurting pretty soon. They're not going to tell you that, but all the, all the studios, all the film industries everyone's going to start hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to, Oh, there's a train coming up behind you. Uh, I, uh, I just want to bring it up to you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'd like to say my brother Chris actually looked behind him at his window and it was fucking awesome. Uh, no, I just want to bring it up to you guys. Cause I saw that, you know, before we recorded the show and I, I truly could not believe that it, at the very least, uh, Black Widow and Bond got delayed again. Just fucking release it on Amazon's uh, yeah, theater, crazy. theater program. Crazy. I, I think they're so stupid for not doing that. And I hope someone, no one probably will. But if someone ever heard this that has a, is got anything involved with that, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just want to bring it up to you guys. Uh, that's pretty much it for our show. Does anyone else uh, have anything to add before we're done here? I mean, I, I, I hope someone does catch your, your podcast, bro. I hope someone does catch this and say, you know, Hey, you know, these, these no namers kind of have, have some good points and I hope it does get out there. Yeah. You know, there's, there's people, there's people out there that have popular podcasts that, that have made names for themselves, comedians, whatever that started off small and they got their voices got heard and, and they, they got put out there. Yeah. And you know, as far as, as far as film, that 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 is a form of people communicating um uh putting out their artistic ability it needs it needs to be put out there like you know i understand we're in a little bit of a pandemic but some of these films just need to get put out there dude it's just it's just getting old right no i'll never i'll never i'll I'll never live down wonder woman i'll tell you that much I, i I'll never get those two two and a half hours back. Thank God we got to see it. That was because that was bad. (laughs) That was part of my yeah yeah. See, ten minutes in, I was out, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up to you guys. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you for talking about Wandavision, Avengers, and just this quick update on the movies and their release dates. Uh, I am Ryan with the It Just Works podcast. Uh, You know, thank you to these gents for being on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.